and welcome to Hell No, a true crime podcast with your host, Lauren Lucio. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, It was my birthday this week, so yeah. Uh, I have a theory. I have a theory that if you spend your birthday working on your passion, then it sets a precedence for the rest of your year. So that is exactly what I did. I researched and wrote this week's episode partially on my birthday. It took a, you know, it takes longer than that. But I I researched future episodes. I got some more episodes lined up. And basically, I worked twice as hard on my birthday. I did not take the day off. I worked overtime. I did, however, get a juicer for my birthday from my partner, which I wanted. I said, for my birthday, I want a juicer. And that means fresh carrot juice every damn morning. Yes. And let me just tell you, I asked for this juicer before I even knew what this week's episode was. Uh, but it's just interesting because like like previous years, so the last couple years, I've really been putting a lot of focus on my health and wellness. And it, this is crazy because this leads me into this week's case as this is the theme. But uh, with this week's case, we're going to see a zesty crime twist on this. This case is a bit different from any case that I have covered. It does not involve murder People's lives were, however, at risk as false information was spread globally. So there was a a risk to people's lives here. It's no secret the wellness movement makes big dollars. But when facts aren't verified, it can be very harmful, especially to people who are desperately searching for answers to save their lives. You get sick people, you get people with diseases, they see these claims come out and they think fuck I'm gonna try this because I'm literally gonna try everything to stop my pain to stop my suffering and to heal myself and this week's case has a lot to do with that it's all about that let's start at the beginning Annabelle Gibson some of you may already know that name Uh, she was also known better as Belle Gibson yes I know this sounds a lot like an actor's name, uh, but this is a woman and her name is Belle, not Mel, okay? Belle Gibson. According to Belle Gibson, she was born in Launceston, Tasmania, in, which is in Australia, in 1989. She said she moved away from home when she was only 12 years old. After living with friends, she then moved in with a family friend. I'm not going to get into who this person was because some people aren't saying his name. I don't know what's going on there. I'm not exactly sure when, but at some point in those 12 years, she relocated to Brisbane, Australia. And by late 2008, early 2009, Belle was 20 years old and she was in Western Australia in Perth. She claimed she was having major health issues, including cancer, and she believed it to be related to an HPV vaccine. This is around the time Belle's life seemed to take a horrible turn and she posted on a skateboarding forum that she was in hospital needing heart operations. So she had a lot of friends on this skateboarding forum and I don't know if this was like before Facebook was really a thing, definitely before Instagram was really a thing. So maybe forums were more big, but anyway, she was on the skateboarding forum and she was just posting. But all up in 2009, she claimed she had three heart surgeries, two heart attacks, and died twice on the operating table. She posted a lot on this skateboarding forum from the hospital and her peers were sympathetic to her pain and suffering. Of course, these were her friends. They could see her posting this terrible, terrible thing she was going through and they were very sympathetic she was receiving a lot of positive messages and she was even requesting flowers from her friends it sounded like from these messages from these posts on the skateboarding forum it sounded like she was in really bad shape and really struggling in this hospital but you know she was staying positive and she seemed playful and was having banter on this forum she was posting a lot Like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. 
Here are some of the posts according to onlineinvestigations.com.au, which I have cited in my show notes if you want to take a look at that. I tried to get them straight from the skateboarding forum, but every link I followed had been scrubbed clean from the internet. 60 Minutes, they also confirmed some of these posts with Belle, and she did not deny making them. So this is all seeming a bit weird right now, but we're going to get to it. Okay, here we go. Here are some of the posts she made. Tomorrow afternoon, I go back into hospital for round three of heart surgeries. Unquote. And then I'm going to say another one. I'm not worried about the cancer. I'm worried about heart disease and brain clotting. So this is sounding very serious. Heart disease, brain clotting, cancer, all this at the same time. That's that's a lot to, to handle. Um, we've got some more quotes from her here. Last time I had this procedure, I went into cardiac arrest. So yeah, I've died before, unquote. Okay, that also sounds very serious. That is a very serious situation. Uh, Here's another one. Quote, I'm putting up a fight, but hey, chemo and three heart procedures might kill me, unquote. So she was worried about her life here. She's claiming she was going through chemotherapy and having... Um, heart procedures and I'm gonna read uh, I'm gonna read one more this one is quite alarming quote I had surgery about seven hours ago in the midst of a blackout cyclone and storms in Perth I just woke up from a coma type thing and had no idea what was going on the doctor comes in and tells me the draining failed and I went into cardiac arrest and died for just three minutes I have the most intense bruising from the paddles where they electrocuted me back to consciousness and went straight back into a coma situation for six hours and just woke up crying for my iPhone, unquote. So, okay. So she's woken up. The first thing she does is want to get her phone to, I don't know, message friends about how she died. I don't know. These were just a, a lot of posts over a short period of time and they were all like this that all sounds very intense and yet here she is clacking away on her keyboard to make multiple posts about how she died and how her surgeries failed but would she would she survive I mean given the sounds of it it seems like things went went really bad but then without a health resolution I could find she just moved away to Melbourne later that same year and I guess she just lost touch with this community In 2010, this is when Belle says she was diagnosed with a stage 4 brain tumor by a doctor named Mark Johns. She writes this later in a book she got published by Penguin Books about healthy eating called The Whole Pantry. Whole spelled W-H-O-L-E. And this is what she wrote. Quote, I had a stroke at work. I will never forget sitting alone in the doctor's office three weeks later waiting for my test results. He called me in and said, you have malignant brain cancer, Belle. You're dying. You have six weeks, four months tops. I remember a choking, suffocating feeling and not much else. Unquote. So bad luck and bad health just seems to be following Belle wherever she goes. Belle then claims that the doctor started her on chemotherapy and radiotherapy for about two months until she wanted to get off of it. So she also wrote this in her book. And this book, it it was printed and distributed in mass numbers that made its way into thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people's hands and homes. This book, it took off. So in the same book, she writes that she stopped the chemotherapy and radiotherapy because the side effects were terrible and it wasn't working. And she chose to go down a more alternative path, a more alternative method of medicine to beat her life-threatening cancer, to cure her cancer. In a 60 Minutes interview with Belle, she said eventually she went to the hospital to get a brain scan to see what the tumor was doing. And she claims... The scans were then sent to Mark Johns, the guy who originally diagnosed her with this brain tumor and showed her the scans and showed her the tumor. Yet she was still alive. We didn't know, she didn't know what was happening here, I guess. I don't know. This is all going to get pretty muddled. This same year, miraculously, she got pregnant and gave birth to a baby boy. Later, Belle says many things contributed to her seeking an alternative treatment for her cancer, and this was one of them. Uh, Because if you're pregnant and undergoing 
chemo. It can have ill effects on, on the unborn child. The book was brought about four years after she was diagnosed with uh, the brain tumor and she was still alive. This was a stage four brain cancer situation. She wasn't on any conventional treatment and she was still alive. She claimed to have beat the cancer not using chemotherapy, not using radiotherapy. Use, and she said that she did this using alternative methods, eating clean. Her social media following blew up in 2013. So many people were following her journey and it appeared to be a miracle that Belle had beat her brain cancer with this clean eating lifestyle. Her Instagram, it's now deleted so I couldn't go back and see what she was posting from 2010 to 2014. But apparently it was a lot of healthy food shots explaining how she beat her cancer by ditching conventional treatments such as the chemo and only eating clean and living clean. She posted all these healthy pictures of herself and people saw this and they were really inspired. They wanted more from her. So in 2014, she funded an app called The Whole Pantry, which Apple picked up and this app, ended up making her a ton of money. This app was very fucking successful. This is when Apple Watches were just being launched. And I believe that this app was so popular that they made it a staple on this watch. So you bought this watch and this app was like already installed. Each purchase of the app was just over $3 and a portion of each sale went to charity. Belle said the app came about because her followers were asking for an easy way to put all of her information into practice and, and you know, like an easy way um, to use this, to follow her, her guidelines of this healthy eating for a super healthy life. So she felt that it was her responsibility to help people do this and that's why she made the app it made it very easy to follow her methods and things were just snowballing from here her success was snowballing the app eventually led to bell getting a book deal with penguin penguin books and it was also called the whole pantry maybe you've seen this this was a very popular book this seemed too good to be true bell is claiming you can beat cancer through eating healthy and working out and with the purchase of the app, it also allows you to support charities that do incredible things and help people in need. So it seems like a win-win-win. This seems like a brilliant business strategy here. What could possibly go wrong? Well, in 2014, Belle drops a bomb on her social media saying she has even more cancer than before. She tells everyone that she's been diagnosed with a third and fourth cancer and now has cancer in her blood, uterus, spleen, brain, and liver. The timeline, it's all very messy and I hope I'm, I hope I did my best to, to put this in, in order as, as good as possible. But, you know, this is almost impossible to sort out. I'm, I'm going to tell you why in a moment. What I found odd was that she says a third and fourth, fourth cancer, but she just listed five. And how could she still have that brain cancer if she's just marketed this book and this app on healthy eating saying she cured herself from it? Her followers read this post and sympathy poured in. Everyone was so devastated to read that this queen of wellness was so unwell. People cried for her. She had a very loyal following that trusted her. Like she, if you look at her, she is just this beautiful picture of health. She's very sweet. She sounds very caring. And everything she says just seems to please people. Despite Belle having cancer spreading throughout her body and not receiving any conventional treatment, she looked healthy like really healthy. But how could this be? This is when a journalist decides he wants to interview Belle. This journalist, he knows cancer on a personal level because he saw his own wife struggle and battle with breast cancer years earlier. This journalist is Robert Gilead. 2015, he looks into Belle's past and he can't find any online presence from her teen years and thinks, this is strange. But then he does find something after scouring the web. He searches endlessly and he finds the skateboard platform, that forum that Belle had been posting on when she was in Perth Hospital in 2009. 
he cannot believe it's the same person. They don't look the same. She is so different. And at first he thinks, no, no, this can't be her. This is like some rebel skater girl with like black hair and like kind of punky but the Belle Gibson he knows today is like blonde hair, face of health and wellness. But, you know, people can change. People can change in a few years. But he just wants to be sure. He's like, is this the same person? He just couldn't get it out of his mind that this was the same person. And what he, what really sold him on this idea was he saw a post that Belle had made on this skateboarding form of her getting a tattoo. The same tattoo she still has today, okay? Tattoos don't change unless you get them removed or covered up, I guess. So yes, tattoos do change, but in this situation, it was the same same one. So he knew immediately this was her and he could just sense something was off. Knowing a bit about her past and a lot about her presence because she was blowing up in the wellness community, okay? And the wellness community was something that that this journalist followed closely. So he lines up an interview with Belle and things are really weird. He's getting some really odd responses from Belle. Robert finds it strange that Belle is struggling and, and fighting with all this cancer, and yet the woman sitting in front of him looks like the perfect picture of health. During this interview, Robert notices Belle's story. It isn't really lining up or making perfect sense. Then he uncovers something that almost knocked him backwards off his chair. This is, this is the type of moment that every journalist is searching for so when he when this moment happened I could just imagine sparks were flying and he was like what the actual fuck is going on right now so let me paint the scene here they met in a cafe Belle looks fresh and healthy and Robert starts interviewing her he's not buying her story but he's trying to understand it even though her memories don't seem to be serving her well so there is something askew here and he can smell it he asks her about uh the other four cancers that she's just made public and she starts beating around the bush not being direct and she's she's being weird about this question then she says that the doctor she had been with throughout this diagnosis may not have diagnosed her correctly or even have been a doctor with credentials she frames it in a lighter way but this is that's the gist of it. She may not even have cancer. And she just admitted this to a journalist. She says how she hasn't told anyone this yet and she is really upset about it. She's upset she might not have cancer. What the actual fuck is wrong with some people? Okay, I guess what I should say is never had cancer. Robert straight up asks her, so what does this mean? Does this mean you don't have these other four cancers? And for the first time, she gives an honest, straight answer and says no. She says no. Wow. Okay. That's right. Belle had lied. She didn't even have a clear diagnosis from a hospital or even a doctor that she has cancer. But how far back do these lies go? This is, this is going to, this is the string that you pull on the sweater that leaves everybody's titties flying around because we're going to unravel a lot right now. This journalist is shocked. A man who he himself had seen how ruthless and terrible cancer can be is now sitting across from a woman who has potentially made false claims to being riddled with it. And not only that, but has profited from selling people wellness and the idea they can cure their own cancer by not listening to their doctors, by not using conventional treatment. This was already a dangerous idea, and now to realize its foundation is fraudulent, this is just more than he could imagine. Robert goes back to his office and starts planning this article. He was digging deep into Belle's life, and he was calling around to a lot of people. His thinking is that she never had that initial brain cancer that she claimed to have five years earlier. Because he knows that someone with stage four brain cancer doesn't live as long as Belle has. 
Not long into this process, he receives a call from Bell. And Bell basically says, if you publish this, I will kill myself. She doesn't come right out and, and say those exact words, but it, it but she does say something like, oh, you know, when articles like these get published about people, then sometimes those people will turn to suicide because it's like so hard on them. And this is how she talks. She always talks like really sweet and innocent, but she's just a manipulator. This is what she does. So this journalist, he's like, oh, fuck. Is she going to kill herself if I release this article? So... <sighs> I don't know. So he had a bit of a, he had a bit of a situation here. Oh, also happening in, in 2015 was another woman known as the wellness warrior, Jess Ainsworth, who actually had cancer and was openly sharing her battle using alternative methods on social media, who also had a large following. Sadly, she lost her battle with cancer and at the age of 29, she died. And guess who showed up at her funeral, uninvited and crying the loudest, despite hardly knowing Jess. Aside from, I think they had met once on, on once and they were communicating through social media. But yeah, you guessed it, Belle Gibson. A person at the funeral said it was like Belle was crying the loudest to make it known she was there. Back to the article though, what's Robert going to do? So Robert, he goes ahead with the article and the headline reads, mega blogger casts doubts on cancer claims. This article is seen far and wide and people can't believe what they are seeing. Some people who are battling cancer themselves had believed she cured herself with clean eating and all these other alternative methods that she was promoting. And they had even started to doubt their own conventional treatments like chemotherapy and radiotherapy, which is incredibly dangerous because it's possible, it is very possible, some people ignored their doctor's advice and even stopped their own treatment to follow Bell's advice. And that's why this is so dangerous. And in a few of the documentaries I watched on this, there are legit cancer survivors and people who had cancer at this time talking to, like talking in this documentary saying they were following what she was doing. Um, yeah, so I've linked those in my show notes if you want to see it. But yeah, this was absolutely true. People were looking at her and people were thinking, hey, maybe I should stop my chemotherapy because I feel like shit. I'm fucking sick. I've had to shave my head like, you know, and then look at this woman over here. She's looking like a million dollars. She is looking so healthy and she's not doing anything that I'm doing. She's basically just like eating fruits and vegetables. So this is where this gets so, oh gosh, the, the whole thing, the whole thing is just immoral and unethical, but this is where it gets really fucking dangerous is giving people unverified false information on how they can cure themselves and, and people thinking like, oh, well, I'm going to ignore my doctor and I'm going to listen to this woman because she's putting this in practice and it looks like it's working for her. Anyways, it's just, yeah, not okay. Not okay. So, but if, if this is all true and Belle never had cancer, but told everyone she did multiple times and made money from books and apps, then yes, this is absolutely fraud. This is morally and ethically corrupt and not to mention downright dirty and disgusting, but the real meat of her crimes was yet to be exposed. Other journalists start digging into this and... Since access to medical records isn't really a thing for like journalists or the public, they, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't obtain that information. But what they could do, what they could get uh, is the information about the donations Bell and her app were apparently making to charities with every purchase of the Whole Food Pantry app. This is when things got even more dark. Not a single charity had received money from Bell. In 2014, she told everyone that they had raised and donated over $300,000 to charities in Africa and medical support for children with cancer and multiple other organizations. They had not received anything. So not only did she lie about having cancer, 
But she lied that when you buy her app in attempt to live healthy, in attempt to cure cancer, she was lying about supporting organizations that medically support children with cancer. This is so dark and so morally corrupt. I just, I can't even with this woman. Okay, so out of that $300,000, only $7,000 was donated. That's right, less than $10,000 out of the $300,000 she claimed that had been donated. So how would Belle lie her way out of this one? Well, she comes out publicly saying she had overstated the amount of money she donated. (laughs) Overstated? Overstated? That is a fucking understatement. Later in a 60 Minutes episode, she blames her accountant. She says it was too much for her to handle and she didn't know what was going on with the donation. She handed everything over to them to sort out and she was just in over her head. This is a crime. This is a crime. Raising money under false pretense that a specific amount is going to designated charities and then never receiving any money, that is fraud. And this is what blew up all of her lies. The doors are being blown clean off right now. How were so many people duped? Well, Penguin Books and Apple They had never asked for any proof that she had ever had cancer. Nobody asked for medical records or to see her doctors. Eventually, nobody wanted to be associated with her because of this. And both Penguin and Apple removed the whole pantry book and app. Penguin Publishing, they actually paid a $30,000 fine for publishing false information because they didn't do any due diligence to ensure what they were printing was true. Now Belle's PR team is working overtime to try to restore what little dignity she has left, if any. Belle speaks to a magazine, the Australian Women's Weekly, and she admits that she lied about having cancer, but the lies keep coming because she says she lies on account of her troublesome childhood and said she raised her autistic brother from the age of five and had to do most of the work around the house because her mother has MS. First of all, Lots of people have troubled childhoods and don't lie about having cancer and then make huge profits and claim to donate to charities and then don't. And second, it came out that was a lie. Her brother isn't autistic. It just never ends with her. It just never ends. Her mother did have MS, but I am going to talk more about that later uh, in an interview I read that her mother did with a magazine. So... Oh, here we go. Let's get into it. Not even her date of birth is the truth. She said she was born in 1989. She wasn't. She was born in 1991. She lied about her age, claiming she has two birth certificates and changed her name four times. Nobody legally has two birth certificates. If they do, let me know why, because I just, I have no idea why that would be a thing. I think it's, if you even lose your birth certificate, I think it's impossible to replace it. They don't just hand those out. And I didn't find any evidence in any source she had changed her name four times. I'm not really sure where this name change four times came from. I did, I, I, and I looked around for why she claimed this and didn't find anything, except she did tell another lie. She said that her mother was in a witness protection program at one point, um, which that wasn't true either. That was also a lie. So she sure can spin them uh, at a rapid rate. It was so hard writing this episode because there is no clear timeline. It is all muddied with decades of lies. This is, the truth is almost impossible to get full here. You would have to spend a long, long time on this long, long time, years. You'd have to spend years. You'd have to go to these places. You would have to talk to people who knew her as a child. Like it was, yeah, I've never seen anything like it. I've never had more trouble putting together a clear timeline. More lies get uncovered. Uh, In 2009, when she was posting on that skateboarding forum about being in hospital and and having all of those surgeries and dying, she admits that she wasn't in hospital when she made those claims and posted on that forum that she was in the hospital having those surgeries and dying. And when asked why she lied, she blames it on, again, a troubled childhood. And at that time, she says she was being stalked by someone from her past. And that's why she lied about 
being in a hospital on this skateboarding forum saying she had operations and was dead and then was back to life I don't know I I just I couldn't follow this one I just she her lies don't even make sense she has so many lies that are coming to surface I don't even think she can keep track at this point guess what else was a lie Mark Johns the doctor who diagnosed her in 2010. So that first initial diagnosis of brain cancer that launched her social media wellness following in 2013, uh, which by the way, I heard that Bell was one of the first biggest influencers on social media to pr- promote wellness. So that just tells you a little something about this trend. It doesn't, doesn't really have a good start, does it? The foundation seems a bit rocky. Honestly, I'm, uh, this, this was really eye-opening, this case. Um, yeah. So there is no record of Mark Johns even being a real person, let alone a doctor who can diagnose cancer. He was never located. Nobody ever found this guy. He has no office. Some believe he is not even a real person. Bell says he is a real person and actually came to her house with a machine that was of German technology. She was very specific that he brought over German technology and hooked her up to measure frequencies in her body. She says there was like one pad on her chest, one pad on her back, and it was a machine with lights on the front. And that's how she was diagnosed with brain cancer. That is not the way she wrote it in her book or online, if you remember. She had no brain scans. She was not in a doctor's office. She got no second. She didn't write that she got a second opinion, but don't you think if that were to happen, you would get a second opinion? Well, she didn't. Yeah, and potentially not even from a real person. So, cause, yeah, this is just wild because in her book, she clearly wrote, she will never forget sitting in the doctor's office and getting that terrible news. But now she's saying there was no office. It was in her home by a man who nobody can locate. Now the claims in her book about ditching conventional treatment are questioned. Bell says she was undergoing chemotherapy and radiotherapy, but that was a lie as well. But she won't outright admit this one. Instead, she says that she thought she was undergoing these treatments. She thought she was undergoing chemotherapy. She said the doctor, who uh, may not exist, may or may not exist, by the way, gave her pills and told her it was oral chemo. When asked why she wrote these claims in her book that clearly weren't true, she said she told people she was diagnosed in a doctor's office, not because it was a lie, but because people wouldn't understand. She lied, she, she doesn't say this, but this is what I'm saying right now. She lied so people would believe her and not question the lie. Clearly, this is what happened, and yet she won't own up to it. She will not own up to this. She said she believed he was a real doctor. She said she thought the pills were oral chemotherapy. And in Belle's mind, if she thinks something, then it is as true as fact. So yeah, this doctor or person, this Mark Johns, he could never be located. There was no proof any of this ever happened. Let's move on to another lie. We're really digging, we're really unearthing a lot here. We're really digging up a lot. So Belle claims she went to the hospital to get brain scans for her brain cancer, like to look at the brain cancer to see what was going on and that the scans were sent to this Mark Johns guy. And he told Belle, yes, your brain tumor, it's still there, which is a lie that she still sticks by. When 60 Minutes asked her to hand over her medical records to prove this, she didn't do it until after she was interviewed. And this is why. Those records show that, yes, she did go Um, to the hospital and and get a brain scan in 2011, but she never told anybody at the hospital that she has brain cancer. She went and got scans for something totally unrelated, which came back negative. It was for multiple sclerosis, I think, uh, MS. And also as a result, they could see that there was no tumor. There was no brain cancer detected there either. Those scans were never sent to this Mark Johns guy. So that was also not true. Belle herself spoke to hospital about it and they told her she was totally fine and there was nothing wrong with her brain scans. That was a couple years before she started making money from this claim. She knew full well in 2011 
she did not have cancer. And in 2013, that was the year her social media blew up. And in 2014, she released the app in the book saying she cured herself from cancer. A cancer she knew full well in 2011, she didn't have. There's a record that doctors told her, your scans are completely normal. And there's record of them telling her that years earlier. Now let's talk about the third and fourth cancer she said she was diagnosed with by someone else who wasn't a doctor and was described as sort of a health guru. So this could be a natural natural path or something like this. This person is actually real, but they do not want to be known at all. So I don't know their name. Their name was never spoken. But what we do know is that this person claims they never ever told Belle she had cancer at all because they can't even diagnose people. So this was also proven a lie. I watched the 60 Minutes uh, she did and at first I was like, why is she doing this interview? She is going to get nationally ripped apart by this journalist. But then I wondered if she was getting paid to do it and I looked it up and she was. The amounts I found varied from $45,000 to $75,000. So I can't say exactly how much she was paid to do this interview, but I think it's safe to say that she was paid to do this interview and it was a substantial amount of money. And, um, boy, was this interview something. The journalist who conducted this interview is Tara Brown. And I watched this interview repeatedly. I watched it a lot. Because it was unbelievable watching Belle go down like a sinking ship while all her lies were being exposed. And for every single question, she had an excuse for it. And she had, she just had something to say about everything. She, it was just, I've never seen anything like it. Belle fought to the bitter end to defend herself, but it was so clear that she was not telling the truth. It, nothing it didn't make sense she did admit to not having brain cancer but she blames it on mark johns the man who nobody can find or you know at least he he was never found he's he's never been found by by anyone to this day she said she really thought she had cancer and was dying but that hospital record that i just talked about that states otherwise that hospital record tells us she knew damn well that she did not have brain cancer in 2011, years before her book and app came out. Years. Also in this interview, um, the journalist asked her, like, how do you feel about all the people who followed your journey, believed you, had sympathy for you, you know, kind of saying, like, basically, how do you think they feel? Because the whole time Bella's like, well, how do you think I felt? I thought I had cancer and I didn't. It was devastating. And to this question, Belle says, this is an actual quote. I put them in my shoes and I know they're feeling the same way I feel. Unquote. Listen to the wording. I put them in my shoes. That's not really how that works. Usually, you know, this is about empathy. And for empathy, you have to put yourself in other people's shoes. So for her to say, I put them in my shoes, that's very bizarre to me. Usually somebody would be like, yeah, well, I put myself in their shoes and yeah, that didn't feel very good. But no, she says, I put them in my shoes. I know they're feeling the same way I am. And then, and then the journalist goes, some of them want you to go to jail. That's how they feel. <laughs> Burn. Um, absolutely wild. Just wild. I will link that interview in my show notes and I encourage you to watch it because I guarantee that um, you have never seen an interview like this before. It's, yeah, just, yeah, follow the link in my show notes and watch that 60 Minutes interview. By the way, that journalist is amazing. She's, um, she's amazing. In the interview, Tara asks Belle, how old are you? And Belle starts muddling around. Something that should be so easy for someone to answer quickly. You should be able to answer that very quickly. How old are you? 34. Okay, you know, that's how I would answer that. But Belle, she cannot. She cannot answer this. She says, I've always been raised being currently a 26-year-old. Tara asks her again, how old are you? And Belle answers, well, I live knowing as I've always known that I am 26. Tara asks her again, how old are you? Belle goes into a longer answer. 
I believe that I'm 26, I have two birth certificates, I've had my name changed four times, the identity crisis there is big, but that was my normal growing up. Then Tara asks her, what birth certificate did you use to file financial records? And Belle says she uses the younger one that is the most recent and has her most recent name on it. And then Tara says, okay, so you're 23? Because that birth certificate that Belle said she uses says that she's born in 1991, not 1989. And Belle stops and looks at her like a deer in headlights and says, correct. So which is it? Why couldn't she just say, I'm 23? And she never wants, she says, correct. She doesn't say, yes, I'm 23. She says she's 26 multiple times. And then finally, when she when the journalist is like okay well you know on your financial records it seems possibly the journalist even knows what birth certificate bell has used in these situations and that's why she's asking this because she already knows the answer and after a whole rigmarole finally she gets bell to say correct to being 23 it is just mind-blowing so i don't know what the fuck i don't know why this was not an easy question and at one point in the interview the journalist is like Val this is a very simple question like she can't understand why this why Belle can't tell her how old she is it's just crazy I don't know why couldn't Tara just have said how old are you and Belle responds 23 you know question answered let's move on no 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 it just had to be complicated in this interview Belle is confronted with her fraudulent claims that she posted on Instagram in 2013 because Belle had wrote she healed her brain cancer through natural medicine Gernsen therapy and foods and Belle had claimed it's working for me and in this interview after that being read to Belle she says in a bold-faced lie it is so she's still claiming that this her wellness plan her her alternative ther- therapy worked for her and is working for her and then the journalist says except you didn't have brain cancer meaning how could this alternative therapy be working for you for something you didn't even have and bell is like no i didn't like no i didn't have cancer so she just said this alternative therapy cured my cancer the journalist is like you never had cancer and then she's like no i didn't but it was working for me it just okay does it really need to be explained to her why this is so wrong and what is so wrong with this situation and also she did know by 2013 she never had brain cancer she knew that she knew that two years before posting that yeah 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 just go watch that interview it is unbelievable you've you just never seen it before okay so bell is asked would you accept the fact that what you did might have stopped people from treating their cancer in conventional ways meaning this could have ended up resulting in hurting cancer patients who followed the path she claimed worked for her and she she really doesn't seem to want to admit this but eventually she says yes i accept that might have happened this is exactly why what she is doing is so dangerous. This is exactly why false and misleading information is so dangerous. Tara asks her if she knows what the word truth means. And Belle, she stumbles to answer that. You know, for anyone else, that's an easy question. Like, hey, what does truth mean to you? Well, it means to recount fact. Fact being things that have actually happened and aren't made up in my head okay that's easy but no no not for Belle it's almost like she's searching her brain for a script to read from she can't even answer this openly and honestly what do you think truth means what does the word truth mean to you she has a hard time answering this then Belle is asked you know do you a lot of people think and have kind of asked if you have Munchausen syndrome or if you think you have Munchausen syndrome or something she says no way and she doesn't believe that she has any mental illness and it has been suggested she is a pathological liar as well and she also disputes that in another documentary I watched on this case they actually interviewed a friend from Belle's past like her her childhood when she was in school 
And I think it was like public school maybe. Maybe it was even high school because I think Belle did drop out of school in grade 10. So it would have been younger than that. And this person, they didn't want to be identified because they don't want to be associated with Belle. But they claimed that uh, Belle would come to school with a fake broken arm and that she also told everyone she was a test tube baby. So it seems that she has always lied to gain sympathy and attention. So I think this started from a very early age. So what's going on with the fraud charges though? Because this, this is the crime that she can be charged with. And in 2017, she was found guilty for misleading and deceptive conduct by the courts. And she was fined $400,000, which she wouldn't pay. And things, they just got a lot worse for her from there. From 2017 to 2019, the courts looked into her finances and found that she had spent over $90,000 within that time period. And yet here she was saying she was poverty stricken. That is what she told the courts. She said she couldn't afford to pay the fines that the courts were demanding. But they also discovered within that time period, she had went on a Balinese and an African vacation. So this is not how poverty-stricken people live. It just shows you how diluted she is. She actually thinks the courts can't access her finances and bank accounts when she owes them hundreds of thousands of dollars. She just thinks whatever she says is, is taken as fact. No, 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 not anymore, Belle. Also in 2019, she claimed she had changed her name, referring to herself as Sabantu, and now identified as being part of the Ethiopian community. But this had little truth to it as well, as the head of the community was like, yeah, I've seen her at events, but she's not a registered volunteer like she claims she is, and I have asked her not to be here, but yet she appears in an interview speaking on behalf of the Ethiopian community and referring to Ethiopia as back home. This is cultural appropriation and it is so wrong. She is stealing the identity of a culture that isn't hers, even after being asked to leave. So uh, she was asked to leave. I'm, I, I should say on in, in this that I'm not sure if she did leave them alone after they asked her to leave. It's possible. In one article, I read that they were considering banning her from their mosque. Um because they didn't want her there and she they interviewed she was interviewed during like a gathering and nobody knew that she was Belle Gibson wanted or like charged with all of this fraud and doing all this this fraudulent stuff and it wasn't until after that that they found that out and yeah so I don't know what won't this woman do it just seems like she has no shame no ethical or moral values and it's it's just disgusting by 2020, due to court fees and all that stuff accumulating, the fine was at over half a million dollars now. So it was growing. And the police, they raided her home to take anything of value to sell to pay the courts. And then 15 months later, they raided her home again and she still won't pay. This brings us up to 2021. And for news on where and what is happening to Belle Gibson in 2022, I couldn't find anything anywhere if she had ever paid her fines I'm not sure if she had paid those in full I don't know I don't know what she is doing now one article suggested uh she was still free and living in Melbourne so that's one possibility her Instagram is shut down there is just one <laughs> there is so I went and looked on Instagram for Belle Gibson and at first I found one and I was like oh what the fuck and it was a picture of her doing this um, interview saying that the, the Ethiopian community was her community and talking about like political problems in Ethiopia. And that was the picture that they had used. And I looked at it and it was just a fake one. It was someone making fun of her under her name. And um, yeah, it's – yeah. And uh, on the whole pantry Instagram page, that one's still there, but it has zero posts. So everything's been scrubbed from that. Everything's been deleted. So it seems all her claims have been taken down. Um, that skateboarding forum, those posts, I looked for those, that had been taken down. But you know what they couldn't get? Her book is still out there. It's not in print anymore, but people bought it. People have it. And it is in printed word 
on paper. So those those lies are still out there printed and they, they can't be taken back. People have that still. I suspect this isn't the last time we will hear about Belle Gibson. I feel like she's going to pop up in later years, which I will be keeping an eye out for. She could change her name. She could change her identity. She could change everything about herself. We all know someone like Belle Gibson, but Belle, she really takes the cake for how far she took her deceit. She took it to fraudulent and disgusting levels. I almost didn't even cover this case because it gave me such a headache trying to string together a timeline of events. I wanted to get this as accurate as possible. If I miss something or whatever, if I've made a mistake of something, let me know. Send me an article showing me because I, I tried really hard to get all of this very accurate. Just have a look in, in my show notes and you will see all of my source information. It's probably the most source information I've ever had to link because there was just so much on this. Um, but at the, you know, nothing was clear in this case, not even her age. I did find an article where her mother agreed to do an interview and her mother is really not happy with Belle's claims that her childhood was so terrible and the fact that she lied and said she had an autistic brother. Like her mother was like, what the fuck is this? Her mother is clearly not supportive of Belle lying about having cancer and I don't think they have any any contact with her anymore. And her mother is adamant that she gave Belle everything she needed as a child and all the claims of Belle taking care of the household chores from the age of five it was just another lie of Belle so her mother did have MS but you know she could still take care of her family Belle was not taking care of the family doing all the chores doing the shopping doing the cooking her, her mother actually said she was incredibly lazy this may surprise you um, it did surprise me. I don't know how things surprise me anymore. But Belle, she isn't the only woman to lie about having cancer for personal gain. I found many stories like Belle's online. It was it, it was so many. It's too many to get into. If you do a quick Google search and uh, type in, you know, people who who faked cancer, you will find so, so many cases. It's crazy. In some cases, people get jail time. People, you know, they ask for money from friends and family for medical bills, for medical bills they don't have. There was just tons of, I don't want to say tons, but there was, there was a lot. Like I was sifting through a lot I was going to pull a few out and talk about those but I just didn't want to anymore these people just are absolutely disgusting so that concludes this week's case and I really thought this was something I would never need to say but to anyone who fakes having cancer I say hell no Please share this podcast with your friends if they like true crime. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, like, rate, blah, 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 my podcast on whichever platform you are streaming from as it really helps my podcast grow. And also check out the Hell No True Crime Podcast Instagram for photos about today's case. I hope everybody has all their Christmas shopping done. I think this is going to be posted two days before Christmas. I'm recording this three or four days before Christmas. And uh, yeah, I just finished all my Christmas shopping this morning. Have a Merry Christmas. Next time you hear from me, Christmas will be over. New Year's will be possibly over. I'm not really sure. I haven't looked at a calendar yet. But anyways, thanks for listening. See you next week. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Bye-bye.